Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm your host, Stephen Word. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As always, don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download latest episodes on Webmaster Radio at webmasterradio.fm forward slash shows forward slash press this. For this show, I'm happy to interview WordPress core contributor and full-stack open-source developer, Ahmed Awais. How's it going, Ahmed? Well, glad to be here. I'm, I'm doing great. How are you, Stephen? Uh, very good. So Ahmed and I have known each other uh, online through WordPress core work for a couple of years now. Um, this is actually the first time that we're ever getting an opportunity to speak with each other. Uh, so it's a very exciting moment for me. Um, also, uh, normal host, uh, David Vogelpohl, is out today. So this is my first podcast, also very excited about that. Um, So we've asked uh, Ahmed to come today and speak to us about open source. Uh, He has some pretty bold claims that I read about on his blog, um, such as that he has never used a scrolling marquee or comic sans in his designs, uh, which already distinguishes him from uh, so many developers in the space. Uh, Matt is a longtime blogger, a TEDx speaker, an award-winning developer. He has worked on the WordPress default 2016 theme, the REST API, um, and many other projects, and is currently uh, dedicating over 30% of his time to open source. Um, so, Ahmed, I think that uh, let's start off with uh, the question that we ask all our guests. Um, what is your WordPress origin story? How did you get started in WordPress and open source? Yeah, so for that, I have to take you back to you know 2005. 
I have been I have uh, throughout my career I have worn many hats and I've been a blogger for 15 years and I've been a marketer I marketed a movie to be the most uh, voted movie on IMDb in 2013 <laughs> so I have that kind of you know background but uh, I got extremely serious about development uh, after you know a unique set of events so I blogged about how you can create a PHP based content for uh, contact form back in the day that was like uh, you know using progressive web apps at that time <laughs> so uh, and uh, that post got picked up a lot and uh, i got uh, several clients through that post and i started building you know my own cms so that i could deliver a uh, better content form based website to my clients and naturally uh, while searching back in 2007 i ended up uh, uh, finding this incredible plugin called Contact Form 7. Uh, not many people know this, but the 7 in Contact Form 7 is because it was launched in 2007. So oh, at that time, that. it was That's... a genuine, yeah, yeah. So it was a genuine aha moment for me. Uh, it was like, you know, having a GUI-based uh, tool for building React.js-based websites. <laughs> that could be an awesome idea right now. At that time, Contact Form 7 felt to me like that kind of tool. Because I was able to build, you know, uh, take entries and do all sorts of cool stuff with, uh, you know, Contact Form 7 back in the day. And it, it was pretty cool at that time. So <laughs> that was how I basically got introduced to this, you know, awesome uh, WordPress open source community and the software. And from there on, I became a front-end developer, got serious about back-end development. And for like last uh, 10 years or so, I have been contributing to open source projects related to WordPress. Uh, I have like half a million uh, people have downloaded my plugins and I have contributed to like uh, every single uh, major release in last uh, for, for the last 10 major releases, I guess. So uh, th th that's my story. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's very interesting. That's that's not a small feat. It sounds like you've been uh, working on this for for over twelve years. So it's, uh, it's interesting to hear of your journey all the way from uh, from a PHP uh, contact form plugin, and then uh, you know to where you're doing today, where you're contributing to WordPress itself, uh, public speaking. Um, that's all. You know, it, it sounds like it's been quite the incredible journey for you. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so now. You know, now that you are here with me uh, today, you know, it's 12, 13 years later, um, you know, do you remember what was going through your mind back in back in 2005? Uh, you know, what what drew you to open source in the first place? Uh, well, uh, I came, uh, I'm an electrical engineer. <laughs> so I was studying electrical engineering and I used to, you know, attend the software engineering classes and I even attempted their exams as well because I was extremely interested in the world of software technology. Uh, at that time, uh, being a student, getting into proprietary software was very hard. You know, the, the cost of licensing alone, uh, you know, alienates a lot of students. And uh, in my mind, even now, right now in 2017, I can tell you open source means for developers that it's fun. It's a, it is a fun thing that you are doing on the site. So <laughs> oh, at that time, open source was uh, a little fun thing to do. I was uh, working with Joomla and Drupal. And uh, we all know what happened to <laughs> those CMSs. But uh, I think I love open source because it was cost effective to me and as well as to my clients back in the day. And it's even true right now. 
so it, it it helped me do a lot of things in a different way. For example, we I, I'm not going to name the names here, but I remember we had this uh, PHP CMS in our university, which was a, which was a closed source proprietary software, and uh, I happened to stumble upon this uh, security patch on it, and I tried to submit it on the weekend. <laughs> so I, I I met so many uh, closed doors. I had to you know go through. I had to first first of all I had to wait for uh, a working day to arrive. So on Monday I had to wait for the QA team. Then after their approval I had to wait for a lot of a lot of more jargon that I didn't really wasn't really needed to you know uh, fix that particular thing which was which I was trying to fix. On the other hand, in the WordPress community, I I was using this. Uh, small set of plugins and I ended up you know fixing a lot of things all out of you know uh, mere frustration or anything and it didn't you know basically I could patch anything on my own time and I do not have to look for approvals from QA teams and that kind of stuff and that that at that time sounds pretty cool and it also reduced a lot of duplication of effort so that's basically how I got into open source, and I think I'm. I, I uh, if you if you have, if you ask me why I'm sticking with open source, then it's basically because uh, because of these three reasons that I just mentioned. I think open source software has happened to build lots of uh, you know community around it. Every single uh, successful open source software is all about the community. And it is all about the transparency. And those two things I care a lot about right now. Yeah, in this uh, day and age on the internet, it's, yeah. uh, I, those are things, uh, you know, some principles that, you know, I also identify with. Um, I think it's really interesting that, you know, you got your start um, because the, the barrier to open source was uh, lower than it was with closed source. Um, and then there was also like an economic aspect of it. And I think it's kind of incredible um, that you know you, you basically found some software to contribute to without all the the challenges that are in a closed source project um, and then you know also had a like a low financial cost to get started um, and, and now you're you know supporting yourself and you have uh, did you say a hundred thousand uh, downloads over uh, your plugins or do, was the number bigger than that I'm sorry if I uh, missed that five hundred thousand Wow so half a million that's uh, that's pretty incredible. Um, well, I, I'd say that's the power of open source software. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and do you get a lot of contributors back on that? Do you uh, do you see like that reciprocated? People giving back to your projects as well? Yes, uh, it, um, basically I did mention that it is a reduction of duplication of effort. Same thing I, I I have to fix. I get a lot of contributors to do that for me. For example, I have this project called WP Gulp, through which you can you know. Uh, start having some sort of build tools in your WordPress plugin or WordPress theme, whatever you are building. Uh, so as you can, as you know that uh, ECMAScript six is the uh, new JavaScript is all the new deal right now. So it it didn't uh, accommodate like ES six. In, uh, uh, and uh, I was recently thinking about it that I should, you know, uh, somehow make it compatible with ES6 and I just got a pull request. So <laughs> I, I, just right before this interview, I was looking at that pull request and thinking about merging it. So uh, it, it is a reduction of duplication of effort. That is a biggie. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Um, I think that it's, uh, let's take a quick break and let's talk more about that when we get back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? 
Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital.com. Book lovers and hundreds of compelling contemporary authors are heading to Miami for the 34th Annual Miami Book Fair, Friday, November 17th through Sunday, November 19th. See in person amazing authors, including Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Al Franken, Russell Banks, Michael Eric Dyson, Armistead Malpin, Angela J. Davis, Scott Turo, Walter Isaacson, and many more. The 34th Annual Miami Book Fair. For more information, visit MiamiBookFair.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Press This. I'm your host, Stephen Word. Uh, before the break, we were speaking with Amado Weiss, a open source uh, aficionado, a full stack developer, and longtime WordPress contributor. We were just talking about what he loves about open source, some of the benefits, um, the barrier of entry. And right before the break, we were talking about um, exactly what he loves about it and the reciprocation um, of effort that you see when you actually make your code available uh, to other people. Um, half a million downloads. I still can't get over that number. That, that, that's really incredible. Um, I kind of I guess that leads me into my next question, something that maybe uh, some other out there are wondering as well, um, is that if you if you give uh, your software away for free, um, is, is there a monetary feedback? Is there a way to make money in an open source project? <laughs> well, that's a tough one. Honestly, it's a tough one. You go on and ask any open source developer about the economic aspect of it, and you know you'll see them <laughs> stumble upon it. Uh, well, well uh, let's start off. At I have the been into like, this. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, um, uh, let's. Uh, I, I guess let's start at, at the beginning. Like, is it? Uh, do you feel that it's actually possible to make money in an open source project versus having a closed source uh, programming task? It's obviously possible to make money with, uh, you know, open source software. I do less, uh, uh, you know, I tell people whenever I go and talk on a conference, I tell people that I contribute 30 to 50% of my time, my productive time to open source. And they uh, they look at me like, dude, how are you living and how are you paying for the bills? So I, I of, of often end my talks with not everything I do is free. Free in open source is not as in beer. It is free as in air. It's free. The licensing is free. Using it, maintaining it, building upon it is not free. So uh, there's there's this uh, huge concept here. Anywho, let, let me just talk uh, about the monetary aspect of open source economy through my perspective. Okay, when yeah, I started back in the day. Uh, yeah, 
yeah when i when i started back in the day uh, 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 uh living in pakistan and it's like way too far from the us uh, community and wordpress community is quite strong in the us i didn't know how to market myself to get clients from the us because obviously us clients uh, had better projects they paid well and obviously uh, it was it was what i wanted to do and any developer Uh, like uh, where i was 10 years ago would want to do so what i started to do was this fun little project i started uh, to call out my uh, clients that i i started to you know put a condition in my uh, uh, what whatever you call your freelance contracts that whatever i build for you you will be the first user of it but i'm going to open source it that is the only way i you can get to work with me and i can get to work with your project did you so, uh, did you get uh, any pushback I, from them on that oh a lot of pushback so <laughs> they they said show me something that you have built and who is doing that and that kind of stuff so so i did get a lot of pushback i i remember that i was almost broke when i got a project from this uh client of mine it was an enterprise client from uh qatar but uh, before that i was uh, trying to figure things out but now i can you know kind of give you a road map on how i ended up figuring things out i i started open sourcing my code that was that this is the key to you know building an open source portfolio it's really hard and it looks really simple that oh yes anyone can you know do that but it's really hard to really open source your code when you open source your code you have to manage it you have to maintain it for all, like for 5 years uh, uh, after that you have to document it because people start bombarding you with questions what is this code doing with and then you start to learn coding best, best practices and that kind of thing you start to have to you get uh, an idea about how you know you manage a code base with collaborators it teaches you a lot of things for example right now more than 10000 developers are using uh over 70 open source uh software projects that i have built and they are all out there on github on my github profile so having that kind of portfolio having 10000 more over 10000 developers depending upon your code builds builds you a bit of a report in the community and uh through that i kind of end up convincing my clients that uh look this is the community that depends on my code and you cannot just throw a project at me and ask me to not open source it so now it basically comes given with whatever i have work on is going to be open source and that is basically uh, many other open source developers in the wordpress community are working either you get to contribute back to the wordpress software to the rest api to the customized component or to the awesome gutenberg project right now or either you just uh, build something uh, for a client i was just going to say that, that that's really interesting uh, that you you know when you were getting your start that you had to uh, basically pitch and convince your clients um, that this is good for them and that it actually makes better software um, to to re-release the things that you're working on even stuff that you're being paid for um, that's something that i would would imagine is a, a little hard for them to wrangle with do you feel um that now it's been several years later that you encounter that less are people adopting uh this open source mentality or do you still find yourself struggling to communicate that sometimes i don't think so uh, i think the uh, the open source community is growing at a very fast pace uh, i have a very uh, uh, good example here i i even talked about it in the last meetup uh, 
Uh, I used to uh, uh, develop with Microsoft's tools back in the day, like 15 years ago. Uh, and I used to, you know, we used to buy this uh, proprietary MSD and library API reference <laughs> that nobody, you know, really uses uh, right now. And I used to give, uh, give this example that Visual Code was the biggest, uh, you know, compiler or IDE back in the day, and it is nowhere to be found nowadays. But guess what? Uh, he, the huge giant companies started to look at open source code differently. I personally think that WordPress taught them how to do open source right. Yes, there is a entire history of Linux and Git and all that. But I think so WordPress is teaching other software communities how to do open source right. You see, uh, Apple has just, uh, in, in, in the last few years, they have open sourced their uh, language, Swift language. And Microsoft has started building this awesome code editor called Visual Studio Code. And I'm personally right now uh, in the process of moving away from Sublime and Atom, and I'm trying to adopt Visual Studio Code. I, I if you asked one year from, uh, uh, like, if you asked a year back from me that if I would be using a Microsoft editor uh, in 2017, I would have clearly said no. Yeah, but clearly, why right? Here is because, yeah. <laughs> but why I'm doing that is because they have built this awesome JavaScript-based open source uh, IDE that, you know, I could uh, uh, contribute to. And I do contribute to it. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome, and community cares about a lot of things. A lot of workflows get improved overnight just because that uh, that particular IDE is open source, and that in itself is the power of open source and how people are. So, anywho, to answer your question here, uh, communication of uh, uh, this particular uh, open source part of our project is has become easier. And even I have uh, a bunch of uh, like 15 uh, awesome partners who are supporting uh, my work out of mere love for the WordPress software. And WordPress engine is one of them. So so it's, it is becoming easier uh, and it is uh, open source software is growing. So right now might be the right time to get into the open source part of your software uh, engineering career. Yeah, there's a no time like the present. Um, it sounds like what you're saying is that you know, this traditional idea of of closed off software may actually be uh, waning a little bit. And uh, I, I think it's actually um, a really, really kind of crazy moment um, that, you know, through open source projects, especially, you know, the WordPress project, which we both know, um, you actually credit for, for kind of paving the way. Um, I think that we need to take a quick break. Um, when we get back, I do have a few more questions for you about that, uh, especially with regard to those uh, big enterprise companies playing. Uh, so uh, as we return, we'll uh, get back with Ahmad and uh, we'll keep digging in. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. 
WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Press This. This is your host, Stephen Word, back here with Amado Weiss, a full-stack web developer, advocate of open source, and WordPress core contributor. Before the break, we were just discussing uh, the nature of open source and the gravity around it and how that's kind of changing the way that software is built um, on the modern web. Um, Ahmad, right right before we took that break, I uh, I wanted to ask you. You had mentioned um, that you're now uh, actually contributing back to a Microsoft product, and that you had mentioned that it was uh, you know a couple of years back. If someone had asked you if you would ever be working with Azure and uh, Visual Studio Code, you would have uh, shook your head in disbelief. Um, I think that there's like a a really interesting pivot that's happening uh, with that, and and the phrase that I've heard echoed among the community before um, was you know, the big boys are coming, uh, where you have, you know, players that, you know, traditionally in, in the old tech world would have been closed source, like your Microsofts, your Google, um, your Facebooks. Um, do you think that they are pivoting in this way because it's beneficial for their future? Do you think that they could survive without doing so? Um, or do you think that they've been convinced uh, by product efforts such as the WordPress project? Well, that's that's a pretty great perspective to look at, right? Uh, but I think there is a bit of a background here. Well, uh, for example, let's take Google for instance. Google is a huge and giant company, and it is based on a tech uh, uh, stack they have built. And it used to be a cool company that was building on top of mostly uh, closed source, uh, you know, software. But as the company uh, company's culture grew, and the time passed, they started to care more about people. Like any other big company right now, they care more about people. For example, I was just uh, uh, in this meetup where uh, a Googler told me that they used to have uh, interview questions, which were puns and tricky questions. But they later found out through their uh, data and research that uh, a, a, an engineer that could was able to answer that tricky question was not really uh, superior and inferior than another engineer who was not able to do that. So they basically wrote off those questions. Uh, just to, uh, you know, uh, see how people are responding to their uh, interview process. Similarly, uh, I just told you that open source is more about people, more about community. And these huge companies have started to realize that their software and their any kind of effort they want to push in, they need to uh, people to back their uh, stance. And to do that, they need a lot of community support. And that community support comes from both developers and users. And having uh, lots of uh, 
community support from developers is a big thing. It's a huge thing. Uh, Apple is uh, doing the same. Google is doing the same. So they have started to care more about open source software only because it caters a lot to the community. Community is focused at uh, contributing to the open source software. That is why they are trying to build everything open source. For instance, Google is trying to uh, build this uh, awesome uh, progressive web apps project and service workers project, which is relatable to uh, another project that Facebook is working on. And both of these projects could very well uh, be there in the WordPress community uh, uh, come next year. So that is basically how this is working. Open source is more about community and that is where these companies want to grow. And that is why they are taking care of that part and they are getting more and more, more interested in open source. And I often tell people that open source is the best technical interview. Basically, you have this engineer who is contributing, uh, who is like kicking ass in your open source project for the last six months. You don't really need to interview that guy or that girl. Yeah, all, has, uh, all uh, the they code have is already, already proven out there. their worth. But yeah. Yeah, yeah all the code is out there, and people who are fixing it, uh, they're they're like easy hires. Well, sure, you already have an uh, so, entire uh, repository of their work over the years, and uh, it's not proprietary, so you don't have to worry about sharing secrets and, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, that actually kind of leads me into uh, my final question for you here. Um, I was uh, reading uh, an article that you published uh, back in 2016, um, and you had mentioned that uh, the WordPress project has become, uh, you know, deeply connected to you um, and that, you know, you have a more uh, intimate relationship with that project um, than any other project that you ever, ever worked with. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> I thought you'll pick up on that. Uh, well, uh, well, there is a bit of a story here. Uh, I got married to Maida last year in December. And she is also a WordPress core contributor. She also contributes uh, like 30% of her time to WordPress. She does it in a very different way. She's uh, She mostly contributes to the technical writing part of things, although she's an engineer as well. So we met like eight years ago. And uh, I was uh, incredibly profound of how she was managing her uh, startup called Think Tanks, where she was teaching girls how to start to blog. And those who were performing well, she was teaching them how to start developing with WordPress. So that was incredible. And I, I kind of uh, uh, I acquired that startup. And from there, we both started to care a lot about WordPress uh, together. We've started to attend the WordPress meetups together and building WordPress community together. And uh, from the scratch, we have built this WordPress Pakistan community. It's a huge community, lots of meetups throughout our country. So uh, what, 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 all I can say is WordPress is more than just a software to me. It has, uh, you know, it has helped me find uh, my life partner. That's, <laughs> that's uh, just that's not, an incredible. Yeah, that's an incredible story that you've been on there. It's uh, you know, it's not just responsible for your career or your passion for code, but uh, also you know helped you find your spouse. Um, and I know that you're not the only person with that uh, that kind of story from the community. It's uh, it's really amazing. I guess we owe open source quite a bit. Um, I guess uh, in closing, exactly. uh, Ahmad, I wanted to to thank you for your time. Um, it's time for us to get going. Um, but I, I do appreciate you taking the time. I know that our uh, time zones are a little bit different here. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for listening today. Um, if you'd like to find out more about Ahmad, feel free to check out his blog at ahmadavas.com. Uh, we'll put the link to that in the description. Thank you for uh, listening in on Press This, the WordPress community podcast. We release new episodes every Tuesday. And don't forget, you can always subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download episodes at Webmaster Radio at webmasterradio.fm 
forward slash shows forward slash press this. Again, I'm your host, Stephen Word. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I'd love to bring you the best of the community every week on Press This. We'll see you next Tuesday. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.